0: Hi, welcome to another episode of Beaver Pod Life. And today we have a really fascinating guest with us today, Yulia Zaruda, who is a student from Ukraine. She's studying in Kiev and is in the last year of Vet School, which is a six-year course in in Ukraine. Hi there, Yulia. How are you doing? Hello, Hello I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Thanks so much for your time today. Um, We're really interested to hear about your experiences of studying in Ukraine and all the challenges you're facing that everyone's very aware of with the war. Um, Tell us a little bit about yourself. So um, you've obviously grown up in Ukraine and you are a vet student. Um, I gather that you're already practicing as as a vet, even though you haven't qualified. Is that right? Yes.
1: Yeah. That's right. Well, yeah. In Ukraine, unfortunately, we have um, a little problem with um, equine veterinary medicine and we don't have enough um, vets. So sometimes uh, students can uh, have some practice uh, to save uh, dead horses. So yes, I am practicing for three years already as an equine Mm -hmm. vet. And
0: uh, yeah, I love it. Really. (laughs) that's amazing i mean for us here in the uk that sounds like quite quite shocking we we worry about our first day skills once we've graduated but you guys are already out there doing doing work that's amazing so tell me this has been an issue you know before the war even you your equine veterinary industry just hasn't got the infrastructure you were saying to me so you don't have the resources you don't have the clinics there's only one clinic in the Ukraine at this time. Yes. So tell me a little bit how that works for people out there with horses. What? How does it, how do they access veterinary care? Um, Well, for now
1: uh, we have just one equine veterinary clinic. Uh, it's only in Kiev um, in capital. So, uh, and in this clinic, uh, there are just few people in the team who works there. Uh, so we have a huge problem with it because um, even if, um, you can send some uh, horses to this clinic. It's uh, not enough people to work with many people, many horses at the same time. So you can work just with one or two horses, and it's a big problem. And uh, before the war, uh, we could have some surgery as a surgery colleague. It's the most common um, surgery thing, uh, but uh, during the war it's very complicated because um, we had a hu- recently we had a huge problem with uh, power with electricity so we couldn't work like at all. and uh, now it started to be a bit easy. Uh, so now um, we try to, do, to manage somehow with it. Um so I'm not working in this clinic but uh we work like uh like vets, yeah, so we, we can communicate with each other. So uh we can send some like I can send some of my clients to this um uh, clinic and opposite. Um yeah, but the problem is we don't have enough in- infrastructure and we don't have enough uh, people to work there. Uh, so usually we can come to horses and we can uh, see what we can uh, how we can help what we can do in this place in the horse table. And um, unfortunately sometimes we couldn't do nothing uh, because mm-hmm. of like unstable uh, you, you can't have some surgery or whatever. So sometimes we just can't help and it's a big it's a big problem and uh, talking about like a student experience uh, students can uh, work as a vet just because we don't have any other options so uh, sometimes Mm -hmm. only students can come or so you have a choice Uh, you can um, have a student or you don't have Ever at all. So, yeah, that's why we can have a, an
0: experience as a, a student. That's amazing. And so, I suppose if, if, if the Kiev clinic is unable to function for any reason or can't take a horse, your next nearest clinic is potentially Poland, for instance, you were saying. So, horses obviously are not an emergency, would have this option, but maybe another referral case would go to Poland, potentially traveling for what, a day or so? Yeah, it's around right. one
1: day. Yeah, sometimes less,
0: sometimes more. It depends. It
1: depends on border because uh, again, we have uh, between Ukraine and Poland. We have a border, so sometimes you can uh, stay in the border for a few hours, or, or if you have some problem with your documents, you can stay very very long time. And it doesn't matter is it tourist or not. Uh, you just have to
0: manage somehow with your um, documents issues. Yeah. So your 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 one clinic that you have, plus all you guys out on the ground working as vets, students, and otherwise, are really important. Basically, without that, there's no equine veterinary provision for for the horses for the for the owners. So. When it comes to the teaching, how how is it being a student in Ukraine? How does the vet school work? Because You sound like you get loads of hands-on experience, which is something that we lack quite a lot here in the UK. We have the opposite problem, if you like. Um, But you were saying that the resources you have to learn from are a bit out-of-date. Tell me a bit about that.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, in Ukraine, we have very, very old... Uh, information uh what we're studying in in university and the the biggest problem is um that we study um like horses as a farm animals like as a productive animals so we um study only um some uh, very basic uh, disease um talking about like uh, actually colic or whatever like uh, meets about uh, how we can use uh, like antibiotics uh, and when this horse can use in like in products so i don't think it's really uh, good enough information to be uh, an equine vet um, yeah. So we have to study from any other, um, any other different sources, resources like internet, like some congress conferences, um, some association as a B- BIVA association. And um, mm-hmm. uh, for me, it's very useful because um, I'm a viva uh, member, so I can use this information. I can have some information, and I can, I, I can use it here. Uh, yeah, yeah, but. The problem is we we study in Ukraine for kind of animals, but it's yeah. very very basic level and very very old information. Um, it's yeah. It's about a uh, history of my country because we uh, we've been to Soviet Union, uh, if you know. So we had a huge, huge like farms, and that's it. There mm-hmm. were now not equ- uh, equestrian sports or whatever, and we're still uh, learning information from dead books. So it's very, very wow. old-fashioned. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's a huge problem.
0: And I guess the funding's just not there to update it in a way that it is in some countries like here, for instance, we're very lucky, you know, the the academic teaching is is modern and new and you know the the, the resources are there. You how many of your um year at vet school would, would you be thinking to go into equine, do you think? How many of them would be choosing equine as opposed to doing small animals or even other
1: uh yeah some t- unfortunately it would be just a few people who who would like to work as an equine vet and a bit more who uh, would like to work with uh, dogs and cats uh well um it's not very easy to be an equine vet here just to um to go there <laughs> you know uh so uh, some some people just don't know. Uh, how they can practice like equine veterinary medicine they just don't know how they can do it so uh, that is the big problem because a university doesn't help um, for us no. with this at all so it's not <laughs> useful for us to ask
0: some help from uh, to our university and, and you said that quite a lot of people that graduate from vet school won't even ever work as vets you said there's a There's a lot of studying and a lot of academia, but actually, and that's really encouraged. But it's not necessarily that these people will go and be vets. Is that correct?
1: Yes, yes. Uh, In Ukraine, uh, it's very easy and very cheap to have uh, to get a high um, uh, high education. So uh, sometimes uh, people uh, go to get go to university to get some high education. Even if they yeah. uh, don't need it, uh, just because everyone do it, just because it's just because it's cheap and it's possible. So a lot of students um, studying in university and they know that that they will never practice. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's it's a problem mm-hmm. because. Um, it, there are a lot of uh, a lot of people, a lot of students uh, studying in university, but just few of them will uh, work in this sphere like in equine, just maybe not just in equine but in veterinary medicine at all. Not, yeah. not all of them.
0: And yet there's there's actually a need for equine vets. so it's not like there aren't horses out there needing treatments you actually do need equine vets and you need them to be skilled. So you guys are basically having to teach yourselves, it sounds like, to some extent. You're having to find your own information, be resourceful, be, you know, self-directed learning, really, isn't it? So I gather you came over to Northern Ireland, wasn't it, to, to spend some time last year learning. Tell me a little bit about that experience.
1: Yeah, well, uh, first of all, it, it was not um, very... <laughs> Fun, um, because uh, why? Why I uh, went to the UK? Uh, it was because of war. Uh, but uh, when I came to the Northern Islands, I would love. I-, I would like to uh, have some practice. So I started to find uh, to to looking for some uh, equine uh, a veterinary clinic uh, near me and I found one. It was KR Kwan Veterinary Services and um, uh, the owner of this clinic, uh, Christopher Curry, he helped, uh, he helped me and uh, he uh, he teached me. Uh, so um, I'm very grateful for it. So I uh, had some practice in the UK. I had a chance to uh, look how how it works there. Um, some difference between like Ukrainian and uh, um, uh, for, from 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 that time. So yeah, it was very very great experience um, and very helpful for me here. And I'm still yeah. in touch uh, with um, uh, with vets from um, there. So yeah, it was very yeah. useful for me
0: yeah and amazing. it's amazing for you to have like been, you know taken it upon yourself to go and use that opportunity which didn't come from a uh, happy you know happy experience but you used it as an opportunity to come and progress your learning which is which is really you know hats off to you and you, ca- you came to congress as well didn't you you came to be the congress last year as a student steward how was that for you <laughs>
1: Uh, it was uh, absolutely amazing time for me. It was uh, one of the happiest moments at that time. Yeah, and I've met a lot of really amazing people, and I'm still in touch with all students I've met there. And uh, to some of them, I, I came to uh, see them just a few months ago. So yeah. yeah, we're still in touch, and I've met a lot of. Um, vets who helped me um to understand some of my cases from ukraine and uh, some of ukrainian uh, vets sent me at that time sent me some their questions and i uh, asked uh, vets from this congress it was very very useful and it was it was just an incredible time for me as a student and just to, to meet a lot of people, new people I'm still in touch with and to have absolutely amazing uh, knowledge because um, all uh, lectures were very, very informative, very um, useful for me. And sometimes we just couldn't uh, choose what lecture we would like to go. So yeah, yeah, it's amazing.
0: Yeah, and I think that's it. We're a bit spoiled, aren't we, over here? And we we, we sort of take things like, that access to learning for granted really um so for you to hear your experiences is really quite powerful really because it makes you see the value in in having the ability to to access that learning the people you know how valuable that is for somebody who started their career and is so hungry for knowledge and keen to to further themselves it's great that you can get here and, and enjoy that and I gather you're coming back this year aren't you to, to do it again so yeah, I, yes, sure. I will I hope so yeah yeah it sounds it sounds like you got on really well everyone really loved meeting you and I remember you showing people cases on your phone and um, and it was a really a very um, sort of grounding experience as well to hear about what you guys were going through out there in, in Ukraine so you I gather you want to be a surgeon is that right that's what your hopes yeah. are and Well, you appreciate you might work abroad to train as a surgeon. You really want to bring that back to the Ukraine and and help build the future there, don't you? Tell me about your plans once you've graduated. Uh,
1: Well, first of all, I hope to get some internship in the UK. Uh, I really hope uh, to have... An experience from there because you have a very, very high level of equine veterinary medicine and equine infrastructures, which is very (laughs) important for me to understand how it works. Yeah, because we have some issues in Ukraine with it. So I really uh, hope to have some experience from there and then to come back to Ukraine and to share uh, this experience with my colleagues, uh, with people here. And, uh, hopefully here would be at the time would be some infrastructures where I could yeah. work, uh, because we have uh, a problem, not only with clinics, but, uh, with the laboratories as well. So yeah, yeah I hope, uh, we'll manage it somehow. And, uh, I hope we, we can work together because again we have in Ukraine we have um, a very good opportunity to have an experience practice experience but we don't have a um, very good opportunity to have some knowledge uh, we have to um, looking for it in some, somewhere else uh, but I hope that someday you can come to us to have some mm-hmm. experience from here and we can go to you like just to share with each other.
0: Yeah, I think that'd be amazing, and I think you're right. I think that will hopefully be an absolutely achievable goal once things settle down in the country, you know, and hopefully the infrastructure will develop. And then by 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 working together, and, and you know, the associations in different countries, Viva's very keen to 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 build strong bridges with, and then students, vets, qualified vets can hopefully share that knowledge share those experiences and like you said you know we could definitely learn from the ukraine how how students can hone their clinical skills um just because of the way things are done out there it's amazing so do you you're you're hoping to go to do an internship in the uk and um i guess you'll be applying for them in the next couple of years won't you potentially. Yeah. So Congress is a good time to get talking to people. And um, I'm sure there's lots of bosses out there looking to recruit really um, you know, enthusiastic interns like yourself. So it'll be a good opportunity to network. And I urge anyone listening to go and speak to Yulia when she's at Congress in September. She's a really interesting, lovely person who is so passionate about Thank this profession. You. Thank you so much for your time today, Julia. Um, I really hope that we we see some progress with all the things that you're hoping for, and um, we'll see you in September in Birmingham. Yes, thank you very much for your time as
1: well. Thank you very much for this conversation. No problem. Thanks again,
0: Julia. Take care. Thank you. bye, bye.